Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Official memes. What up? Jordan Alves, Jeffrey Moody, guys. Hey, Dot Nunez 10. Andrew, Mature 10. What up? Welcome. First time I've seen you in the live. Elliot, or BP6 Elite. What's going on? Jeffrey, you know what's going on, man. It's what's up. The Football Addicts. Shout out, Football Addicts. You know, I did the podcast. You guys need to go check that out and subscribe to them on YouTube. Which I'll be promoting way more here in the future, guys. I've been getting all this stuff in order so we can really start helping each other promote and everyone's got a bunch of dope stuff that they're working on i want to make sure that you know i'm giving you guys proper shout outs and promo and stuff like sometimes people don't see stuff the first time so we gotta we gotta keep reminding them first to come last to leave i love that mimi i may need you to call in you know obviously keep it incognito but maybe call in halfway through the live we can we can uh discuss some theories and stuff emilio what up brother Welcome to the live, Five Hara. Welcome. Um, thanks, Given. Exxon. Hey, what's going on? Welcome, Shannon. Happy to see you back. Seba Cabrera. What's going on? Joe Jackson just joined in. Guys, welcome to the live. Seeing a lot of familiar faces. I'm loving to see the familiar faces because you know what we're doing out here. We're building that community. One person at a time. And, you know, when I see you guys return, it makes me feel good inside. Coach Edgar, what's going on? Andy, what's up? Because I feel like I am at least providing you guys some value, right? We talk about it all the time. Time is your most valuable asset. And you're either spending your time or you are investing your time. And I'd like to think that you guys are investing your time with me and it's paying off great dividends. Let me know in the comments below. Do you feel like the time you spend with me is spent or invested? You know, is our is our relationship growing in value over time? If so, how so? But Welcome to those of you who are joining in as regulars. Happy to see you guys and welcome to those of you who are either joining in live or watching the live replay, you know what it is, or maybe you don't. That's why I'm going to let you know. It is the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I think it is episode 25. It might be 26 or something like that. Todor helps me get these edited, so he has to figure it out and get it organized. And by the time we get caught up, he'll be able to tell me what episode it is. But you know what it is. We go live every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST. That's 9 o'clock EST because I'm out here on the East Coast now, guys. Even though West Coast represented. Shout out West Coast, where I'm born and raised. But we are on the East Coast now. And if you did not know, I am 11 year, currently in my 11th year of professional soccer in MLS. That's Major League Soccer, playing for D 
see united Woo! let's do it guys the ask a soccer pro show is a show where we talk about the msl what was that quincy i thought you said you played in the mls i said uh, yeah i do but the game i'm really playing is this you guys already know the people here already know what i'm talking about we talk about the msl here the msl is the mental strength league that is the game that you are currently participating in but you might not be aware of it and if you aren't aware then you ain't winning that's for sure we talk about mental strength how to build it how to keep it and how that applies to our lives both on and off the field because problems we run into on the field are the same types of problems we run into off the field and we're here to figure out ways to figure out how to help ourselves because you know what it is guys at perfect soccer you is all you need to get to wherever you want to go or be in life and soccer and that is what our brand is here to help you do and we do that through application of our core values the seven step process the americorp process you guys know what it is shout out the process Yep, that's right. Shout out the process. We talk about the three S's of self-awareness, how to apply them in your lives, and how to get the most out of every moment of time that you have. Because you guys know we don't know how much time we got. So it is a precious, precious gift. But as always, thanks so much for joining the live. And uh, yeah, every day is your time to get your questions answered over the course of an hour. Any and all questions that you've got related to the beautiful game. Because, you know, soccer's the soccer's the thing that connects us. But that's not all we talk about here. So let's see what we got. Uh, I heard someone says Zlatan Ibra is the best player in MLS. Individual player? Individual talent? He's top five for sure. He's top five for sure. Probably top three. Uh, Coach Edgar says, you spread valuable knowledge. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Happy to have you joining in every week. Um, <laughs> memes. Education. These mans. Um, Jordan asks, how's the 16-year-old kid on DC United? I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Mr. Griffin. Yeah. Griffin joins us in on the live sometime, but Griffin is a talented young individual. He's got a good head on his shoulders. I think he is focused on. Um, I think he's focused on necessary to get to where he wants to go. I know he's got some. Um, he's got some big aspirations. He's got some big goals in the soccer space, and um, you know I'm glad to to uh, see see him at his start because I know if he if he keeps focused and and does the work, he'll he'll end up in uh, he'll end up in in high places. He's a good he's a good young talent. That's right, Andy. MSL, baby. Um, Five Hara said, I'm losing confidence on the ball because of my school team. My coach wants me to play a different position every um, every next time. What should I do? I'm losing confidence on the ball because my school team. Here's the thing. You're losing confidence on the ball because you're allowing doubt, self-doubt to creep in and affect your belief in yourself, which makes you nervous and when you're nervous then you want to hide and when you want to hide uh, when you get caught in a right situation you tend to make mistakes and when you make mistakes that exposes you so you want to run away from mistakes but the cure for the cure for that is to run into your mistakes right um 
Oh, that's funny. This uh, that ties into you today on the today on the field after training. We're we're doing set piece uh, free kicks. We're taking free kicks, you know. And Rooney's obviously our free kick taker, and then Lucho is the second guy in command. But that does not mean that I can't learn from those guys. So for the last couple of months, I watched their shooting technique. I asked them questions, and they've shown me how to improve my shooting techniques and taking free kicks as well. And Donovan Pines came and joined us, and he is a center back. And most people would say, oh, well, center back shouldn't take set pieces or free kicks, or you shouldn't do that. And he was thinking that as well, too. But step up there and take your free kicks, man. Because if you don't make mistakes, if you don't try things, you will never get good. So you're always right. You're not good at it. You're correct. Right? That is true. But that doesn't mean that has to be true in the future. And if you let everyone else's opinion around you in the moment prevent you from taking chances, uh, from taking chances and making mistakes, then you're, pre- you're, you're allowing them to prevent you from becoming a better version of you in the future. So don't rob, yourself. Don't rob your future self because of the naysayers in the current moment. Um, official Felipe uh, Felipe Partides. I'm here, Quincy. Are you proud of me? Of course, of course I am, and I appreciate you joining in. K9 Hampton, what's up? <laughs> uh, Chris Durkin, what up, Chris Durkin? Joining the live. Got some great conversations with Dirks. Also, a young and up and coming player who's very focused on his career. And I think he's got what it takes. I think he's got what it takes to uh, to go very far in this game as well, too. Hey, Chris said, listen to this guy. Double exclamation point. I appreciate that, bro. I do very much. I think Instagram's still going through <clears throat> live part two. I think Instagram's still going through some uh, growing pains. Um, when you're just spitting too much truth on these lives... You know the the internet can't handle it. The technology can't handle it, so it kind of just it kind of drops off. But no worries, we press on, and we're back. That's correct. Uh, okay, now conspiracy. I mean, I I think there's a direct correlation between facts being spit and the internet shutting down. But that's just me. Hit pause right after you said double exclamation mark. <laughs> how many wait? Uh, how many days a week does DC United train? And how intense is each day? That's right. IG can't handle it. Uh, on average, you're training at least six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. Um, intensity depends on where you're at in the roster. If you're 11 versus in the 18 versus outside the 18. Um, coaching staff, and this is just for any organization in general, tries to do the best of their ability to prepare the first team while also maintaining the the remaining guys in the 18 to be as fit as they can if and when they're called upon. And then the rest of the guys tend to tend to travel more with the USL affiliates to get games and stuff. So it's pretty difficult to be in that pseudo position where you're not with the USL teams and getting those games, but you're also not in the 11 because you're always having to prepare as if you're going to start or you're going to play, um, but that tends not to be the case. So it's difficult to stay fit because you have to, you want to do enough to get enough work 
but you also don't want to do too much so that you're tired you're not you're tired on the weekend if and when you're called upon so it's just it's a balancing act which is why experience very much comes into play um let's see what we got here how can how can you up your speed running simple more running exercises and not more frequent workouts for them and more frequent workouts yeah and it's also like specific to you uh, also a lot of a lot of people want to increase their speed but maybe you're just not naturally inclined to be fast like long distance um, I think I talk about it when we talk about it in the book there's a difference between quick like fast speed and then quickness in terms of um, change of direction agility uh, uh, quickness with the ball at your feet you don't have to have blazing speed uh, quickness with the balls uh, more more dangerous, more beneficial. Yeah, I don't know what happened with the live. It's just cut out, but we're back, so which is good. Yeah, loving all the all the all the hearts and stuff on the side. I don't even know what that means. How that works? Can someone explain that to me? When all the likes and stuff, or the hearts and stuff, were coming in on the side. Uh, BP Six Elite asks Quincy, how do you feel about off the ball movement? In your opinion. How important is it? I feel like a lot of coaches talk it down, at least where I'm from. I try to push for more of it. Thanks. Ball, uh, Baldy. I don't know if you actually saw the post I did on my personal Instagram account the other day where I had posted a movement level 9,000, but I'm a huge advocate for movement off the ball. I think, I think the game is made, made, um, is made uh, based on movement off the ball. And most people are focused on the ball, so they're not paying attention to the game off the ball. Teams with more movement off the ball, especially for their teammates, find the most success. Because it's literally your teammate is going, I'm going to use my energy and my effort to make an action that is probably going to result in me not even receiving the ball, but will create difficult soccer problems for the opposition to have to try to figure out and solve, which will create space for my teammates. Um, yeah, no, it, but your ability to get guys to work hard for each other comes down to the culture that you build and the culture that you build comes down to the accountability of the team and your ability to hold your teammates accountable to the standard that you set. And uh, the teams that the teams that are able to execute that the best are the ones who tend to find success um, short and long term. Um, and a big way to see. Uh, so now I'm giving you real. I'm giving you real gems right now. Uh, when some when an older person may tell you something where they can see something and they predict it well, and you're going like, how did they? What do they see? What are they paying attention? It's they they've learned a pattern and seen a pattern over a long period of time, and they can draw a conclusion from that pattern, one that people without experience are less inclined to one be able to see or two be able to understand the connection between the two. And one of those things is if you're if you're not even watching the ball, watch the movement of the guys off the ball. And that could give you a huge indication of uh, that can give you a huge indication of the team's willingness, or, or not even the culture of the team internally in the locker room. 
amongst the guys. And then from there, you could draw a lot of other conclusions or you can, you can be, you can have a good idea of what's going on and where things are and how things are operating. But yes, movement off the ball is uh, a huge thing that people do not, they don't think it's that important, but the, the undertones and the, the undertones and implications of, of movement or non-movement are very influential in a team. So that was a good question. They don't want you dropping this wisdom. Yeah, bro. Why? Think about it. Why wouldn't they want you? Why wouldn't they want you dropping the wisdom? Because they know something. Because because other people were up on game and they're mad that you're letting them know about. The Which then makes me go like, why is that person not sharing that sharing game with you? They don't want you to win. Hmm. If they don't want you to win, that means they think that if you win, that means they can't win. That's a closed system. But we're in the future now. It's an open system. There's there's win-wins for everybody. All we should be looking for is win-win. How can I win and you win so we win? And then we compound those wins. And then we in the future. But what if the future was right in front of your face, but you didn't believe it? So since you didn't believe it, it didn't exist for you. So since it doesn't exist for you, you believe you're not in the future, even though you're in the future, in the moment. MLS is threatening to see you revealing the inside secrets. They would have to believe what I'm saying for them to believe it's an inside secret. If they don't value the information I'm sharing, then it doesn't matter until they realize it does. <gasps> but then we'll already be in the future. Future. Virtual reality. <laughs> Uh, Quincy, have you thought about writing a book to add to the Perfect Soccer Trilogy specifically about the MSL? Yeah, you know what? This is why I really uh, appreciate having you guys join in the lives and uh, shooting your questions at me. Both, you know, soccer-related and, like, life-related and everything in between. Because it's, it's helping me better refine uh, teaching what the MSL is. So basically, MSL is a game that I made up in my mind about what the world is and how things work, which allowed me to have a basis for understanding things moving forward. So it's almost like, um, hmm, almost like a building blocks, right? Building blocks, Legos, and uh, I'll create an idea of the world that I think exists, and then I'll project myself in that world and make a decision and let's say that decision is a building block and then I'll put it on the foundation that I've created in my mind. Then I see how that plays out. Then based on how it plays out, I either uh, learn that my projection of what I believe to be the world or what would happen was true or false. And then based on that, I'll go back to my virtual, my mental building block and I'll decide or figure out which assumptions I made in making that decision were rooted in uh, good information like was i plugged into something that was uh truthful which is alignment with the first um first core value of perfect soccer and the americorps process which is self-honesty so that's it 
ideating on the idea of self-honesty and defining what that is and then building those building blocks from there. So like, that's where I started out when I started in the beginning. So you talk, you're saying like, what, 14 years ago, 15 years ago when I started like, at the time I didn't call it MSL. I, I was just, these are concepts in my mind. But then as I started, um, as they started working out and they started panning out and the philosophies and the ideas started to make more sense and I started understanding more and more about the world around me, where I'm at, what's going on, um, I had to build up a concept, um, a concept of understanding that I could share with others so we could all have a conversation rooted in ideas, um, rooted in ideas where language is limiting. So like how you interpret a word when I say it versus what I mean when I say it are two different things. So um, for instance, I always say, uh, a mistake I used to make was I used to, I always was, uh, used to say, oh, you should be an entrepreneur. I thought that was a compliment, like telling people I think they should be an entrepreneur or I think, ev I literally think everyone should be an entrepreneur, right? But um, what I wasn't aware of was other people's definition of entrepreneur isn't the same as mine. So if you're an individual who thinks the word entrepreneur means money hungry, greedy, uh, capital, capitalist, corporate capitalist who doesn't want to, who, who's basically corporate capital socialist communist, right? Like that's what an entrepreneur is to you. If I'm coming to you and I'm excited, I'm like, oh, you awesome. You're, you should be an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. I, from their perspective, I'm saying something very negative and they're not happy with what I'm saying and they don't want to be defined as that. And they'll literally fight me to the death that I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not an entrepreneur, but, uh, what was the name? Jeff Hoffman. I saw he was speaking at a conference that I went to and he talked about his definition of entrepreneur. And this is when I realized this, uh, his definition of entrepreneur is a skill set of self-determination. And when he said that, I was like, Oh, that's what entrepreneur means to me. I've never articulated it as a vocab, as like oh, the definition of it, but that's what it means to me. And then when I thought about that, I went like, oh, but that's not what it means to other people. So when I've been saying this in certain aspects in life, they be, may be interpreting it differently. And then that made me start thinking about more that more deeply with all the words that I use. Um, but that's one of them, right? So then if instead of saying, hey, you should be an entrepreneur, if I first said, yo, I think entrepreneur is the process of developing your skill set of self-determination. I think you're a very self, uh, self-determined self person. And I think that reflects positively in the world. So I think you would make a great entrepreneur. That same person who may think associate entrepreneur with all those negative things now sees that word in a different light and they understand my intention in using the word. Um, this hopefully can help you in um, when you're conveying your ideas to others or you're in agreement with someone else, or you disagree, uh, framing your true intention of the word, not assuming the other person interprets the word and experiences the word the same way as you. Um, that was big for me. Maybe that's common knowledge for you, but that was that was pretty insightful for me. And, uh, and as a result of that, you probably see on my Instagram channel, if you scroll back a bit, there's some like uh, posts that are all black with just definitions in the middle. They're my definitions for words, like what they mean to me um, specifically. And then those are what I built my ideas around. And when I was able to do that, I was better able to create the MSL. So that is my short, long answer of the process of writing the book of the mental strength league and um and how we are now conveying ideas and think about it guys we're in the future because we're we're speaking in concepts now we're not speaking in words words are super slow 
And so by that, I mean like, if, if the way we were communicating was we were writing letters, if, if the people next to you could text each other, they're in the future and they're, they're communicating much faster than you. So they can pass information way faster than you guys can with your letters. And then the people who are texting, the ones right next to them, the people who can uh, communicate faster are the people who use words. And they're, they're moving much faster than the people who are texting because you're limited by the speed of your thumbs. But we're speaking in ideas and images using words, which is faster than all of that. So how fast can you level up? What? 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 But you have to have enough conversations and have a deep enough understanding of the foundation of language we're choosing to reference when communicating. So the more about the MSL you guys learn, the more about the concepts of the brand uh, you understand and learn, the more you apply the process that we, we have been implementing over many, many years. So obviously me, myself for a long time, then broke that down, then was figuring out how to teach it to others. And then that's what we've been building with the team. So you can see Ross, so Ross's process. If you go look on our YouTube channel, perfectsoccerskills.com slash YouTube, and go back like a year and a half, you can see where Ross started out before he was applying these concepts and all of these things in his daily life. And his learning and understanding of those over time has resulted in the progress that he's had over time. So you can see uh, where he's at in videos, on lives, in the In-Depth with Ross Tactical Tuesdays, and you can compare it to where he started at. And that's the power of this. Uh, we talk a lot about it. Consistency over consistency and dedication over time yields results. But um, in that process, we make mistakes. We learn from those mistakes. We share our mistakes with others. Through sharing our mistakes with others, we speed up everyone's process because we save everyone time. And if we're all speaking from these concepts, um, these these commonly known concepts amongst us in our community, we can we can share information much quicker. We can help each other accelerate our growth, both individually and collectively, much faster. So um, it's the it's the network effect, guys, and uh, that's what we're doing here. So that's why I very much appreciate you guys joining in on the live, as well as sharing your insights, uh, sharing your your failures, the things you've struggled with, um, uh, yeah, your knowledge, your insight, your perspective, because no one has your perspective but you, which makes it very valuable. So, in my opinion, you should be very appreciative of anyone, even if it's a hater or a negative person, sharing their perspective with you, because it is, because it is something they had to invest their time to gain, and they're giving it to you for free and uh, eventually your perspective and your experience should become so valuable that people will pay you for it and that's another conversation that we could have which is why I think everyone should be an entrepreneur because everyone has a perspective and everyone can refine their perspective over time and that should provide value to others um, value that others should be willing to pay for Let's see, and let's see. Let's see what we got here. Dab on that answer, huh? There it is. 
Let's see what we got. You guys know me. I'm always trying to keep up. Well, let me press this button and see what happens. Questions will you, from your live will show up here. I don't know if people can. Yeah, all right. Here's the thing. Sometimes I miss questions because I, I, I do enjoy the community and you guys um, talking down in the comment section, sharing ideas and stuff. So as I see questions, obviously I try to I try to answer them. But if there's one like, I think you guys can press that button down there and send a question in directly as well to you. I'll try to go through that as well. Um, so I don't always like scroll up and then miss everybody. Because I'll scroll up and then you guys will be talking, asking stuff, and then it falls behind. Other people join the live, I'd like to say what's up to them. So if you've got a question, drop it in that question thing. I can go through back and forth between all that. Um, there's no definite way to make it to MLS. It's just hard work in the right place. Uh, yes, meme, uh, memes, it is. There is no, there's no one way to make it to the MLS, but there are... <clears throat> There are fundamental truths that are required to make it to the MLS and any professional level. Um, and those are the concepts and the fundamentals that we speak to you about creating first. And then from there, uh, then from there, we can get more specific to your. So, okay, I like speaking about general stuff to get the conversation going and to get people having ideas and stuff. But the, the main purpose, especially in like making sure you guys get the book, read the book, go through the concepts, learn and understand the MSL and um, the, the process that we've put together is because it will allow you to gain experiences that you don't currently have, which will now give you insight that you didn't have before, which will now create more specific questions to your specific um, circumstances, situation, and short and long-term goals. And then I can answer those questions, which will hopefully be much more value, uh, much more valuable to you. Um, that's why we, we wrote the book and we have all the other, the other, th the other things in place. Cause if, if you're not, if you're not an individual who's actually going to take action and self teach and learn from the information out there, then, uh, it's, it's literally a waste of our time to have a conversation with you uh, because that means you don't value what we've put together for you so that you can help yourself. Let's see. Ted Ramy, Ramy, what's going on? Welcome to the live. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. What kind of endurance and sprint, sprint work did you do in the offseason and preseason before joining DC? Uh, I think you guys probably, if you're following me on my personal account, you would have seen probably me uh, talking every day before I went on my run, uh, which. What? I was looking for my charger. Uh, it's not down here. I know, you put it down there, but I don't know if you put it back upstairs. Um. I just did endurance base this off season because the uh, uh, the original plan was I was going to resign or I was going to sign with uh, Montreal and uh, their their system uh, their system of play is heavily so four three three um, the cent the central forward has to run an awful lot 
and put a lot of pressure and follow their six and just make it difficult defense from a defensive uh, standpoint. So this off season, I spent every day just doing like long distance running, um, but consistent. So I wasn't running like six or seven miles a day. No, I won't do that. Um, I would do, let's say two miles every day, every day. So it was just like two miles every single day. So steady state running to build up a solid corn base. And I did that for like 30 plus days in a row. And then, or probably longer to be honest with you, but it was just two miles every single day. Hated every second of it, but it built a great base for me for when I did start doing more sprint work and stuff as I got closer and closer, when I realized I was going to be signing, signing with DC, started tailoring more for their system of play. You plugged it in over here. I know, sir, probably got it. Um, let me see. Um, Sage of DBZ, did you type? Okay, what did you say? Sage, you keep, you keep typing Quincy answer the question, but you're not, I, sometimes I miss the question, but then I'll see answer the question. I'll see it. And then you say, yeah, then you're saying, I'd be asking you every week. And I'm like, I, I literally don't see your question. So, um, official, did you miss me? Miss your question? I might have. Oh, okay. You guys started asking questions in this thing. I haven't seen this thing before, so let me see. Um, oh. How do you... How can I stand... Oh, Sage asks... Okay, so Sage asks, how can I stand out as a teen prodigy in MLS? I mean... <clears throat> You stand out by being a phenom on the field, right? You stand out by being a type of player that people can't ign can't ignore. So, how do I become a young teen in the MLS? How do I stand out from the rest? Uh, you have to showcase. You have to showcase that you are. There's something special about you and your game that other teens don't have, which would incline organizations to. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> me, I know you said don't post this, but I was pressing. Oh, oops! So I was pressing it so I could read it. Yeah, but I can't. I can't read the whole thing that you wrote. So I was pressing it to look at it, but I didn't know that's what it posted. So wait, okay. How do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, my bad. I couldn't. I couldn't see what you wrote anyway. Then I saw that it said don't post, so I, I, I removed it. But whatever. Um, how do you determine the strength accuracy curve of your shots after creating during a match? Wait, wait, accuracy. How do you determine the strength accuracy curve of your shot after creating during a match? I I don't fully understand your question. Uh, what do you think about Brick? Uh, not Brick Shea, but Shea Salinas being captain when Wanda doesn't start. They all said hi. I saw them on Tuesday, my birthday. Oh, okay, that's what's up. I think uh, I think this is a great opportunity for Shane. I think he's grabbed it with both hands, and he's done extremely well with that opportunity, which would uh, further which would further prove the point where I'm expressing that there isn't enough, in my opinion, love for the American player. Like 
belief in them. Like, like, look at Shay. You give him the captain's R band, you put him up there, you put faith and belief in him, and he's making, like, team of the week. He's, he's scoring goals. That's not even his job, and he's doing that. So, like, imagine if you did that with a lot of other guys who no one thinks is good enough. Um... <laughs> Let's see, how do you do So I'm not sure, the strength and accuracy during a match, like, if you could re-ask that question, it would, um, maybe I could help. Let's see, Jordan asks, how do you train individually when you train six to seven days with your team and not get injured from overtraining? So, okay, so you don't have to do intense training, but consistency over time. So, for instance, I think we've talked about it before. Um, you can get 500 touches on the ball inside your house, like play the no room, no, uh, no room, no problem series that Ross was doing over on the One Skill, One Drill show on, on YouTube. You can do that even if you're training double days every single day, and that will overtrain you. So, um, your first touch in ball control is extremely, extremely important. And your ability to get extra touches in is not limited by training schedule and regimen. So, so that would be my answer to that. So if, if you're saying you're training so much that you're getting enough soccer that you're tired from that and you're getting enough training and reps that way, then all of your additional time should be spent doing uh, touch work touch work and first touch work that is not taxing it doesn't make you tired but you can get hundreds if not thousands of touches a day you should be trying to get thousands of touches a day honestly um that's if you want to pro one day and that's just that's just where you're at now that's a competition that's tried and if you can't make that happen then don't be surprised if you don't end up being pro one day that'd be kind of simple that'd be simple if you're not averaging at least thousand extra touch on the ball every day and I'm talking about that's just like minimum every day for the next five years then you won't go pro and if you prove me wrong I will I'll give you I'll give you five hundred dollars so there's your incentive don't do it and go pro and I'll pay you five hundred dollars do it, go pro, I'll give you $500 and I'll represent you as your agent and get you even more than that $500. So it's a win, 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 win situation. Guys, because that's what we're creating out here. It's not a zero sum game. But Jordan, that's how that answers your question right there. Um, let's see. How do you get those extra touches? Um, you take, you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash store. You go and add a perfect soccer soccer ball to your cart. You pay for it, check out. And within a few days, a beautiful, beautiful training ball will arrive at your doorstep. You pump that bad boy up and you get to doing those touch work that you will know exactly what to do because while you're waiting for your ball to be delivered to you in the mail, you're going to go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash YouTube and you're going to be a student of the game and learn anything and 
everything soccer related so that you can create a plan of action for yourself when your ball arrives. And that will be after you read our book, perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, which is free. So there you go. Uh, Canine asked, you were a rookie. How did you get used to the crowds and the atmosphere of playing in front of so many fans and staying laser focused? Uh, I just didn't think about it, to be honest with you. And I talked to you guys, right? If you're there, it's because you're good enough. And if you're good enough, then I'm not going to doubt my my abilities. And if I'm not good enough, then I'm good enough to figure out how to become good enough. And I'm going to do the work to become good enough and not only good enough, better. So it's just like, you just have to have blind belief in yourself and your and your willingness to do the work to figure out what you need to do to be better. That was my focus. I think most people are focused on like, I just think a lot of people are focused on other things. For instance, you guys know I don't watch Champions League and EPL and World Cup and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. I don't know how any of it works. I don't know. I don't know many players. I probably couldn't name more than. I probably couldn't name more than thirty players who aren't in the MLS, right? Like actively playing right now, outside the league. Okay. And. The reason why, and that's unpopular opinion, right? Most people are like, what are you talking about? That's not true. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know that stuff, right? But it's basically on purpose because I'm I'm proof to you that you don't need to know any of that to become a pro soccer player. You don't need to know any of that to play at a high level. That's not, that's not what's required. And a lot of people are spending all their time focused on things that don't matter, right? Like, do we say you should be a student of the game and watch as much of the game as possible? Yes, we do say that. We do say that. Is that is that required to becoming a pro? No, because if if you don't watch anybody, you don't do anything other than just focus on yourself, focus on your game, and do what you need to do, and show up and play and give 100% every single time, and be coachable, and learn from those around you, and learn from your mistakes, and not be afraid of making mistakes. You don't have to watch other people. You don't have to know which. I think they said what was it? Literally, it was just told today. Barcelona and Liverpool played two two days ago, three days ago, something like that. Okay, and uh, apparently it was a really big deal, and Messi scored a great goal. Cool. That's fun. That's awesome. But are you watching it as a fan of the game, or are you watching it as a student? And the reason why I'm saying, if you're watching only as a fan, then it doesn't matter if you're watching it, and I'm not. Because you're, you're, we're, we're getting the same out of it. Nothing. And if I'm spending that time and I'm doing extra work, I'm going to beat you. And on top of that, a lot of people think that by being a student of the game and just watching a bunch of clips and seeing how other people do it, right? Like just by watching me in training and seeing how I move, my movement off the ball, and what I'm doing in the spaces I'm in, um, that's great. But if you don't go to, you don't apply what you learn, it doesn't mean anything. So self-honesty, remember guys, then self-initiative, action. What are you doing? It's more important that you're doing than, than you're just, you know, sitting there reading, reading about it, watching it on TV, being a fan. It doesn't matter. And then are you holding yourself accountable to it? Are you doing what you need to do every single day consistently for a period of time to see results?
if someone tells you, if someone tries to tell you that you have to, you have to do this and you have to do that, just point at me and say, no, that's not true. That's not true. Because it isn't. Um, <laughs> Andy said, I'm 44. I no longer have a chance of playing Time to Be a Fan. You do have a chance, but it's just extremely, extremely small, and it's probably not worth the effort, energy, time necessary to do so and the number of people you'd have to convince to give you an opportunity so correct i'll never tell anyone they're not capable of doing something but the likelihood of you being able to do it could be one in a trillion which then if that's the case then if that's the case then i'd ask you do you believe enough in this to take your one in a trillion shot and if you are who am i to say that you shouldn't right so uh, I got to talk to the DC United admin because they do not post clips about you. Hey, you got to get them to start doing some more interviews and, and talking. You know what I'm saying? It'd be, it'd be dope. If the community started just spamming the, the DC account, uh, demanding interviews, wouldn't be mad about it. Sage DBZ, like your mentality. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, that soccer model, what up? Bridget Rose, welcome. I don't think I've seen you before. JJFK24, welcome to the live. Made it a little bit earlier this week. I think last week you joined in kind of late, right? Uh, we got Jeffrey Moody said we got you. See, that's what's up. I appreciate it. Um, Quincy is hating on you. Prove him wrong. Um, and you remember what Quincy just said. Quincy is hating on you. Prove him wrong. Prove me wrong. Win-win. Let's do this. My time is better spent on my livelihood and my family. I, I would have to agree with that. I don't think it would be I don't think it would be a, a wise investment of your time to uh, to pursue a professional soccer career at 44. Quincy Ameriqua here and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.